Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Don't you just love the way she says that? So you know what that means. This program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as as well as a vehicle to drive your goal, like a Mack truck through ice cream, and that's chocolate ice cream, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and he is Kalen Patterson. And together we are P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kalen. And right now you have the Desiree, and hopefully soon the Kalen will be with us. But until then, we have a super fantastic show tonight. And, uh, we, you know, we've been covering a lot of different things, basically a lot of shows, talking about a lot of athletes. But uh-huh. it's been a while since we've had an athlete um, on the air with us, which, you know, we started out. That was our bread and butter. But, uh, we, you know, we've been branching out and covering so many different topics. Sometimes we don't get in as many athlete interviews as we would like to, would would be, should be, could be doing. But tonight we're getting back on track with that. And so with all of that being said, I want to welcome to the air Mr. Denario Moore. He is one of the latest natural physique pros to grace the uh, Natty Nation. He just earned his pro card, I believe, a couple months ago at the INBA, PNBA, North American. Kaylin and I were both there, had the opportunity to see him. Definitely a standout. Denario, please say hello and introduce yourself to everyone out there in listener land. What's up, what's up? I'm Denario Moore. Uh, just happy to be here. Just literally finished competing uh, August 4th uh, at the INBA. Still a, an unreal feeling, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Awesome. So you just got off the competition stage, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. Still sounds like you're on the high. So kind of walk us through. Let's Actually, let's just back up. Let's start. How did you get on this whole natural bodybuilding competition train that you're on now? What got you started? All right, well, first off, I never thought I would be doing a show. I was one of those guys that said that, no, I'll never do it. I was always just a big gym rat. You know, I always loved fitness, always loved working out because I guess I always grew up playing sports. So fitness has always been around my family. Uh, I believe last year I ran to Mike Newman and me and him got to talking he was telling me about a competition. He was asking me, you know, what's next, you know, what's next for me. So, and if anybody know Mike Newman, they know that five seconds talking to him, you are already instant motivated to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> and <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah. And after that, I went home, thought about it for a second. Like I said, it didn't take me that long to say, yes, I would do it. So last year, within four and a half weeks out of a competition, I did this the same show last year, uh, came in second, both in novice and man's physique open. So still wasn't satisfied. You know, now I'm starting to get that little bug. Now I'm starting to get that little bug. Uh, then I turned around and did the natural Olympia the following the same year in November. 
uh, that was really, I, I believe, like a wake-up call for me. It really got me to get on track for this whole year because when I went down there, it was a total, total, total uh, change for me. The experience down there, and mm-hmm. it was like it was kind of overwhelming for me a little bit. So once I went down there, networked, talked to a couple people. Uh, watched the pros, even took notes from the amateurs that I was up, I was up against. And after a month or so, planning for the next show, and I just said, I got it. Okay, I know what to do now. I got it. And now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. So I have yeah. to ask scenario though. So, I mean, obviously there was a big difference between your two competitive experiences your first year. Um, first, you know, your first show, you came in second in novice in the open. Okay. And you weren't satisfied. You thought you could, you know, you wanted to do better. You thought you could do better. And then you get to Olympia, which is the big stage for the INBA PNBA. And that, I mean, that's an international show. And I would just have to imagine you were just blown away by the jump up of the, of the caliber of competition from that show to your previous show, but what else about that show just really opened your eyes to, you know, what you needed to do and, and just the bigger opportunities that were out there? I believe one of us, uh, for that show, it was more stage presence than anything. It was more being comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. It was more being a uh, crowd and, show, and just uh, what I've been learning since – uh, that time to now is give people that illusion. You can go up there with the best physique, but if you're not, uh, to me, if you're not giving them that great illusion that, you know, if if I'm popping this way or moving this way or whatever, you know, I'm, you're not really actually seeing the whole definition of the body. So that's one thing I've also been uh, working on uh, since then to now and still working on it as as, as we speak. Uh, and then it's just the whole mindset, you know, the the whole mindset that I was in a realm where you got guys from New Zealand, uh, Germany, uh, Taiwan, um, you know, some of the top uh, guys, top pros and amateurs across the U.S. And it just motivated me to the next level saying I was here, but how can I get back here and stay here? How can I get back here and just not be – just some name and knowing mm-hmm. me and knowing the fact that I can do better and I can, you know, just be up here with these guys and to be mentioned in the same senses as them, you know, that was, that, that, that was like, okay, that that's what I want. You know, that, that, that's what I want. I want to be here and stay here. I just don't want to just come up here and just, Oh, let's move him to the side. Let's get to the next guy. No, I really wanted it this time. I really wanted it this time, and I really wanted it now. And and, and God's will that you know He continue to bring me further to it, because I'm I'm definitely having fun up there. And people know me. It's 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 a uh, it's a love. It's, it's it's a love. I just love the whole the whole world right now. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing up there. <laughs> it's, I'm yeah. I'm I'm just loving it right now. It's. Uh, I guess like I told you, I'm still kind of overwhelmed. It's still, it's still, it's still excited for me. It's still excited for me. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's everything it should be. It's everything it should be. 
Um, quick question here. So our listeners are already checking you out. They're remembering you from uh, maybe they saw you at the North American or maybe they saw you compete last year. But Jacob is wondering, what is your height and weight? He says you look like a giant on stage. <laughs> well, currently I'm uh, my height is 6'3". I'm weighing around 214 right now. Uh, competing at that, uh, at that show, I was about 197, 198. Oh my gosh. So you did get down there for a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always, always been a natural guy. Uh, like sometimes people don't know that I was one of those guys that was so stuck on powerlifting. And one of my main things was after I get done working out, I'll go straight to Culver's and have a double cheeseburger. So I've always been a natural, <laughs> so I've always been a natural big guy, uh, and then all of a sudden I just changed and said, you know what, I want to be, I want to be a little bit more healthier and actually walk around at a, at a at a good, healthy way and live longer. You know, that's that's one of the main reasons why I decided to cut down so much because I was really at two fifty five at one point in my life. Yeah, but, but you carried it well. I mean, uh, let's, let's be honest. You, you, it's not like you were afraid of the gym or, or scared of being in it. And when you get, oh, when no, you no. got in there, yeah. Because we used to have a nice little core group that used to get out in that gym. So you know, you'd figure Hurt, uh, Shoe, Shoemaker. I mean, we it was a lot of guys that that could bust it behind in the old gold gym, and then you know, impact when it when it changed over. So. I don't want people to have the idea that you were basically just eating slop and hopefully you survive. You, you, uh, no, you no, were, no. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was uh, I was always highly active. It's just the fact that my diet just uh, – I didn't get in tune with the diet, you know, part until later on. Um, at the time, you know, I'm still 24, 25, uh, still believing, you know, the hype that I could eat whatever I want to eat and just continue to work out, yeah. you know, uh, uh, but, you know, as I got older and then also, you know, change of jobs, change of life and decide, you know, well, I need to be a little bit more healthier, you know, if I really want to keep doing this long run. But, yeah, I've always been a highly active dude, always, always, always. Um, you know, like I said, I tell people, it's a, it was fun doing it, but I won't recommend it for everybody just because you're young. I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. No, no, no way. No way. But you know that, that yeah. you brought up a point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of it because it's it's something that you and I can speak on. Dad and I have spoken out a lot in this show. It's about the growth science of, of misinformation, and you know back mm-hmm. when it was gold film, there was a lot of bad. I mean, just god awful information that people were sharing with us, and because we didn't understand the the, the nooks and the, and the reality of what was. Some of that stuff we tried to take and make it a truth, and we, yes, we yes. suffered from it. I mean, like I, we, you, we can both speak on it because I remember sometimes you come in and, and you'd be sick to your stomach because you couldn't work out, and I'd be sick to my stomach because I couldn't work out because we were trying these crappy diets that these people were talking about. Like you said, were you getting the the, the bacon double from uh, Burger King and, and and expecting it to, to basically get be your protein and carbs? Would work out, and all you do is spend the time in the in the bathroom on the toilet. It, 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 yes, it's yes. a lot of things that slow down the process. And you know, now that we have the right information, 
you can attain physique like you brought to the stage and basically sustain it for a, a longer period of time without the suffering that goes with poor diet and then the caloric deficit that causes uh, the, the leaning out process or the prep. Um, what were some of the things that you found hardest to deal with as far as changing your mind to basically get around to doing the correct diet? Uh, the hardest part of, I say, getting around correct diet was basically saying no, you know, because of the fact that, you know, I, you do have a lot of friends, you know, that and family members that have different functions on the weekends and, or through, even throughout the week. So in order to, for me to stay on track with a lot of things, you know, I had to say a lot of no's, you know, especially, uh, I think last year was probably the, the most I said no to everybody. Uh, preparing for you know the Olympia, especially playing for uh, preparing for the Olympia, because for the Olympia last year I started prepping maybe the first week of September, uh, so it was a lot of no's. Uh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, there are some assumptions that there are some things I'll probably like. Okay, I, I maybe can do this, but I can't stay out all night, or I can't eat this or go have a drink or certain things like that. You know, I had to have a cut-off moment, had to have a cut-off point. You know, if, if you say, hey, let's go out to dinner, and then well, I have to tell you, well, I, ca- I can't do it until Friday evening because I'm, that's when I'll be able, that's when I'm open up to have a meal. So it was a lot of no's, and that's probably the hardest part, and especially for me, I'm a fall guy. I love the fall season, uh, so much stuff going on. Uh, I, I believe like all the good food, all the good snacks, and and there's so much stuff going on during the, during the fall season. So just saying no to people that I, I couldn't do it, you know, and and it, it kept me on track, though. It kept me on track, you know. It's uh that's, that's the one thing people have to I feel that if you're going to go that route on healthy, even if it's just for general wellness or stay healthy, you, you're gonna have to say no a lot. You're gonna have to say no a lot. Mhm. Yep. Well, especially with the type of goal that you were, you know, striving after, and and that's just a that's just a fact of the sport. Sometimes, I mean, you are going to say no to certain things, but it sounds like that you are trying to or working on finding that balance where you can still participate in friends and family, but in a way that works for you and doesn't take away from the goals that you are trying to attain. Because I'm. I'm pretty sure you're probably eyeballing the Olympia that's coming up here and is it what's in Vegas? Yes, yes. I'm Vegas? eyeballing Yes. Yes, uh yes in Vegas, yeah. And I'm eyeballing this one hard. If you can ask anybody that's been around me, that's pretty much <laughs> what I've been talking about. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've yeah, already well, keep, keep eyeballing their hearts. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> competition. Yeah, I mean, the competition will be tough. You know, we already know some of the international folks that are going to be headed that direction, and we've got some three peats and four peat pro kings and queens that uh, tend to compete in the show. So, I mean, if you're going to go, and especially stepping on that pro stage, they're going to be bringing it, and you know, you're going to be right up there with them. So, it should definitely be a good show. Um, we've got a couple of listener questions here that we want to start um, getting out to you. Um, Sheila wants okay. to know, um, mm-hmm. what changed 
for you mentally to make you want to come and compete harder? Was it a self-driven goal or was it, you know, more family support that helped you to feel like you could really could do it or what helped you flip that switch? Uh, what helped me flip that switch is that, you know, I feel that uh, with being in the fitness world and, like I said, Kaylin can, uh, can tell you this as well as, you know, that I always love fitness and I believe he's one of the people that always, you know, tell me that, you know, not just when they say, like, okay, you, you got something special with this. So it's, it's all about, you know, thinking about me having a family, you know, thinking about probably making an opportunity, you know, to help out my family a lot more, you know, to help out my moms. Or if I'm going to be a future husband or a future father down the, down the road, it's uh, waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and set the tone, start the day, uh take this ability that I have and to make it work. So just to take whatever I have or any little bit that God has given me is the fact that I want to put it towards something so therefore I can create a bigger picture for my family. Like I want to be that guy that breaks those chains and say, okay, I'm here now so we can be here now. So it's always about mm-hmm. mental, uh, more of a mental and spiritual point for me of, uh, just to get there, you know, always have that why, that, you know, the why, the expectations of everything, you know, have something more bigger than me, and my family is bigger than mm-hmm. me. So to to think about them, to think about things that haven't even happened yet, like I said, being a father, a husband, just to think about those things and setting that tone, not not to wait till I have them, but to go ahead and work on them now so therefore I can be just, that tone and ready. So it's, it's definitely a whole. Awesome. Uh, that's what really made me change mentally. Um, just 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 to, just to think about that, you know, just to think about my family. So that's family and faith. That's probably the most thing. Right. I mean, and understanding your why for doing anything is so important. So it sounds like you've got a pretty good handle on that for yourself. Um, this next uh, question is from. Justin, (laughs) Justin, you are such a helpful guy, and here's why. He says, I'm sure that many people have jumped on the bandwagon after your win, Daniel. How many have offered advice that's not even close to helpful, asking for a friend? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Well... I'm a guy don't take too much advice from uh, from uh, from people, you know. Uh, and people tell you, uh, I, and like I said, it's, it's no offense to nobody. Uh, and if your name is not uh, like I ain't gonna say it, but basically, I'm always listening to Kaylin. I'm always listening to uh, Mike. Uh, I'm always listening to my uh, my guy Chris Calamines, and also. Uh, Corey Gregory, who the guy that I follow, you know, those are my four core guys, you know, that I listen to when it comes to this because um, just for me, these are the guys who constantly continue to help me uh, get through this, you know, especially in the fitness world. I have a lot of friends and uh, family that that support me heavily, but when it comes to, like, the fitness world, those are the guys I, I listen to because a lot of times, you know, you you want to keep that same core. You don't want it too much uh, keep, you know, kicking off, you know, uh, 
to, to put people into that type of world. So, um, but, you know, so but, but just in the fitness world, you know, those, those, those are the guys I continue to listen to. Uh, but I do have a lot of friends and family that I listen to uh, every single day, every single day, you know, to call me with, and, you know, some call me with encouragement words. Uh, one, of my, one of my best friends, uh, he came up to the show with me, uh, which was a huge support. Um, it's just so many. It's just so many people, like friends and family. But just with fitness advice, I, I stick. I stick to my. Uh, I stick to my core guys. You know, no offense to nobody, but those those are guys I stick to. All right, very good. This next one is from Logan. Um, he's looking for a little advice. He says, "I am doing a prep in March of next year, and I want to compete in early October. So, what must I do to keep my sanity and still deal with my family and friends?" while still keeping my diet. So we already kind of heard that, uh, Logan, you're going to have to say no to some opportunities. But uh, beyond that, Denario, what other advice do you have to offer to them? Uh, I'm sorry, if I could explain, like, make it, make it a selfish and an unselfish need. So what I mean selfish, make it as, you know, that, like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to need to do. But unselfish to say, okay, this goal is bigger than me, you know, because every time you do something or step on something, you're always representing your family. Uh, so, that, you know, you got to look at, at, at that, you know. Uh, you know, just make it make, make it bigger than you. So, so I mean, be, have it as a selfish goal and also be unselfish because when you step on that stage, you know, you're not just representing you, you represent your family. You know, you represent your close friends, you represent your coach, you know, or whoever helped you with, you know, along to this prep. So, you know, those, those are people that, you know, you got you put on your back. All right. Kalen, I know you've got some thoughts on this. <laughs> I don't even remember what you guys <laughs> were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here. Let me refresh. Let me refresh your memory. Logan. Logan is going to start a prep next March. He's targeting um, competing in October. He wants to know some tips to help keep his sanity uh, when dealing with family and friends and trying to stick to a diet. Well, uh, first (laughs) off, your your parents are going to think you're starving yourself to death. That's first and foremost. Uh, they're going to be pushing food on you, like even in subtle hints, sometimes direct <laughs> commands. So it, this is one of those times where I know the scripture says to honor your mother and father. But if you know the goal that you're going for and you know you're not hurting your body, then you're going to have to go against some of what they say. Uh, friends and family are going to come up with advices that just don't, you know, jive with what's going on in your life. Um, you're going to seem moody because of your, uh, or like like Denario uh, was saying, with the with the selfish nature that you have to take on. It's it, it's not really selfish. It's just focused. And a lot of times, people want you to go a different direction because they want you to be that fun person that you were when the diet didn't matter. And you're going to have to say no to that. There's going to be a lot of times where, you know, you're going to be bringing your own food to, a, you know, outings and situations, not that you don't have to go, but uh, when you do go, you have to be prepared. That's why they call it prepping. 
because you're preparing everything you do from basically your social gathering to everything you consume. Um, your mentality has to change to be more focused on what you're doing and no slip-ups because one bad meal can mean, you know, second or third place on stage if you're not careful. Um, there's a whole lot of mental grind. Um, you have to have a good support system. Des and I speak about that a lot on this show. Uh, the people that have been, you know, there's plenty of people that have whittled their way down to first place and sometimes overall and never having any kind of support, but that's few and far between. Most of the time there's a great support group in place, and they're doing any and everything to basically get you through the toughest days and the roughest days because not every day is uh, sunshine and rainbows and the unicorns usually stab you in the back. So you, you got to be really careful in that. You <laughs> see yeah, I like that reference too. But um, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot of things that are yeah. that I would say expect the unexpected and realize that the strongest days you're going to feel like a million dollars and the weakest days you're going to feel like the smallest kitten. And these are all the things that all of us endure. Um, not everybody finishes the prep. There's plenty of people that start. The ones that finish is, like Beth said, you have a why, and if that why is strong enough, you'll get there. Beth? Yeah, you know, no doubt. And I would stuff. just say, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just had thought about a funny story. Uh, when we when you just said about, you know, about the mental preparation, uh, it was, it was uh, I believe, maybe my second. Okay, so I started a new job at the hospital, uh, two weeks going to small prep, uh, two weeks going to the competition, two weeks out. Uh, the following week, you know, they had me uh, second scrub in the case, and they was telling me go get something to eat. And this how and and, and this is what Caitlin life really means about you know about the mental preparation. So, and I, I went zero carbs for the last few days. So from Wednesday on to the show, I went zero carbohydrates, and I was. Went, I went in, ate real quick, got my food down, took a sip of water, ran, ran back in there, and maybe about 15 minutes left into the case, I just, I know my body. I just start sweating like crazy. I'm thinking like, oh, God. And I'm knowing me, like, don't punk out. Keep stand up. And I'm just to the point, like, you know what? I'm about to pass out. for the sit down. So they sent me back <laughs> into the, the break room. And it was like, get us some orange juice. I'm like, no, no orange juice. I was like, why? I can't have any sugar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was definitely, like I said, that point where I'm so dialed in that I needed some sugar, but I refuse. I still refuse the orange juice. So, I mean, that's like it. another. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you so, call dialed in for sure. Dialed in for yeah. sure. And I would just add, too, just pick and choose your battles. I mean, you know when the holidays are coming. You know which opportunities or events out there are most important to your friends and family. You know if you have a wedding coming. Um, So as Kaylin said, you know, if it's going to be a group meal and everyone's bringing dishes, bring food, you know, different dishes that work for what you're able to eat or just bring your own meal. Plan your workouts accordingly. So if you know that you might have a little something extra, you know, plan your workout before and or after. Just make sure that you are able to account for what you're doing with your food 
um, you know, on a macro level and also on a calorie burn level. What are you going to do in the gym? And, you know, you'll be able to weather that, but just kind of pick and choose. Don't alienate. Don't seclude yourself from your family altogether, but just decide where you're going to be able to be strongest, and that will help you out there. Um, This next one is from Carla. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just thinking about because I know – Going over mom's house on a Sunday is always scary. <laughs> when you when you when you try to diet, <laughs> that's one of the scariest things. Because if if mom's just getting out of church and you go over there with your with your Tupperware and you sitting there looking at the stove, it's uh you're playing devil's advocate right there. <laughs> there you go. So maybe maybe go long after the meal has been served and put away. You're gonna go yeah. give your hugs and kisses, but not when it's time to eat. <laughs> So yeah, go to mom's house on Tuesday. Go on Tuesday. As long as she sees you, she probably doesn't care what day it is. Yeah, just go uh, on Tuesday. Geez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday it is. All right. This one is from Carla. She says, if a person loses when looking their absolute best, how do you come back and deal with the mental challenge of realizing it's not enough? That can't be an easy reality. Um, I believe, like I said, if you already have it in you, you know, that you know what it took to get there the first time, and it may be just a little bit uphill battle because maybe life has changed, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it would be that tough. You know, it's almost kind of like us guys coming off of, as they say, the bulking season, you know, uh, enjoying the holidays and then knowing that we got to uh, prepare for a show three or four months out. I know some guys, even for myself sometimes, it's, it's hard to get back in that rhythm, but I feel like if you already got that dog in you and you got there the first time, um, I just don't think it, it, it shouldn't be that hard mentally to get back in it because you know what to do, you know how it is, you know uh, – the pain and the sacrifices you have to do to get there. So, uh, but also I think it's probably the toughest part is that mentally is do you really want to do it again? Yeah. I know for myself. Yeah. Go ahead, Kayla. Yeah. What I was going to say is, it, it, you know, it's, it's tough. Um, I think if I didn't have the sporting background that I had and being of a competitive nature and learning, about losing, it might have been tougher to be an adult and then lose when you're basically giving your all because, you know, we have different levels of 100%, and a lot of people yeah. forget that when they're when they're in prep. <clears throat> I can't imagine looking at someone like Phil Ricardo Jr. and thinking that I'm on his level. But if I don't know anything about competitive sports, then I would see him and somehow try to liken myself to his uh, capabilities at his level because I I just don't know any better. You know, I would be doing things out of ignorance. And when you basically are giving everything and you're following these diets and you're following these pros and they're telling you this is what it's going to take to win, you know, at at the upper level, at the upper echelon, and this is what it's going to have to happen and there's going to be sacrifices. And let's say you're following everything, you know, basically to the T, but you haven't been in the gym for six, seven years. You haven't done the the muscle maturity that this guy is doing every day. There's going to be a definite different outcome at the end of the press. 
And because of that, you know, you see yourself from the beginning picture basically to this now after picture, which is right ready to step on stage, and you look phenomenal compared to what you were. But in reality, there's five other people that have been in the gym for five and six years, and their muscles have matured at a greater rate, and they're actually holding, you know, their muscles better because that diet isn't such a shock to their bodies. And there's a lot of things that go in there to a prep that we don't account for, and a lot of times we don't address because, you know, basically you're progressing as you should for a first-time competitor. But in that mind of a person that hasn't been competitive, the fact of actually losing doesn't really come into play until you backstage on show day. And then, you know, that sense of dread, that sense of fear, and that sense of being judged compared to these phenomenal physiques starts to dawn on them, and then, you know, either it becomes anger, depression, or basically passing it off as a hatred as if somebody else shouldn't beat me because I really busted my butt for this. And in that aspect, there's a lot that goes away as far as, you know, the true competitive nature, the true understanding of competition, and the fact that, hey, you know, if I lose, I still did my best. I mean, I see a lot of people share that, but they're doing it for basically a social post, not a reality check of what just happened. And, you know, you can talk to them later on and sometimes talk them down from the ledge. But a lot of times when you're prepping, it's a lot that goes into it. And for one day, there's a lot of mental strain that comes out if you're not truly prepared for what you're doing. Yes? Yep, exactly. Yep, what he said. And there you have it. I got nothing to add. I think you covered it. Um, Denario, Vince wants to know, how will you feel going up against pros like Truman Ward at the Natural Olympia? Now, there's an uh, interesting question. That is a very interesting question because I think about those questions every day. I mean, I think about one, I'm going to say, just to be like a, just a huge honor just to be on the stage with Zegler, Long, uh, Sui, uh, and so many other guys out there. Uh, I think the main thing I just have to focus on is not be like, man, I'm on, like, geez, I'm on stage with these guys. I have to really go out there and just kind of focus on knowing why I'm there uh, to give the best, you know, give the best show I can possibly give. Um, I know I've told people that even if I crack the top five, that's that's, that's amazing, even though, you know, the whole um, – thing is to go out there and win, but to say if I crack the top five or even just get noticed that, man, I, you look just as good as this guy or you were just as good as him is a huge honor for me because I'm still a student at this. I mean, I'm still a student at this. Um, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still, uh, you know, practicing and every single thing, but uh, just to be on the stage with those guys is is gonna be a wonderful task, but I still gotta come up there and I still gotta go out there and do me. I still gotta go out there and and try my best and do my best to win, and or just to get that top five nod. All right. Well, you're definitely gonna have your work cut out, but I mean, as will anybody who is going to be on that stage, because there are always phenomenal physiques at the Olympia. In fact, I'm looking at a post now where they're saying, who's going to be the 2018 PNBA Natural Olympia Men's Physique Champion this year? 
they, it's saying William Long will not be defending his 2017 title. Interesting. Wow. So the question wow. is, will it hey, be you? Yeah, Kevin Patterson. Kevin Patterson. <laughs> what That's up? That's okay. <laughs> oh, Kellen. Oh, Kellen. It's okay. Oh, Kellen. Well, I, oh, Kellen. Say, oh, Patter Patterson. Yeah. Well, coming from the area that Larry uh, and I came from, we, we've been around uh, true competitors, whether it be basketball, flag football, I mean, any of these things. We, we come from a very uh, athletic community in itself. So, you know, that competitive drive, it's like if you get beat, all right, now i got to come in harder because I can't have you bragging. I mean, because, you know, we had bragging rights. We Everybody, all of us had the bragging rights. Uh, he he actually, Dario has a, a cousin named Christian Davis who was just lights out on a basketball court, and I'm sure he got sick of getting dusted by him in there. And so, you know, you don't mind. The losing isn't the, the problem. It's the quitting that makes you work even harder because you just can't accept quitting. I have to get that day why I win, because now, you know, it, 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 it's getting really competitive, and you want that. And my example in bodybuilding has always been Sammy Sis, because like I, I told the scenario about that, when he kicked my butt on stage, and I think they couldn't use any of the pictures because my mouth was sitting wide open, because I was just shocked at the physique I saw backstage and then what I'm seeing on stage, because he was that transformative when, when he was uh, competing. And it, it it's truly... Uh, a physique worth watching, but when you understand all that he does in preparation for that stage time, it's amazing. And if, you, if you're if you a student of the game, like Mario was saying, you want to learn from people like that. And the only way you learn from them is basically compete against them because that's the only time they're showing their absolute best. A lot of times in practice, they're basically going through the motions, but when it's stage time, they find another gear, they find another level, they find something, a rabbit out of a hat, I don't know but they can really turn it up. And until you learn that mindset and what makes that happen, you're always going to be asking why, and you're going to be searching out, you know, how they get about doing that. So, you know, it's it's a good question, but it's, it's something that we all need to find in ourselves, and not just sports-related, work-related, family-related. You should always be trying to do better. And if you're not searching that out, then you're always basically accepting the fact that you'll do less. And until then, you don't really grow as a person or a human being. Yes? Nope. And there you have it. Yeah, that, that is because uh, just... uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, cause, uh, oh, oh, because uh, like like uh, Kaylin said, like uh, my my cousin Kristen, uh, and if, if people know him around the area, they know this dude is a. I'm not saying because he's my cousin, but. He, he was a freaking monster on the basketball court. I mean, a total lights out, I mean, monster. But the thing is, though, me and him talk daily, and I always talk to him, you know, especially, you know, when it comes to just life advice and just the motivation I get from him, just the, you know, his everyday grind, working six days a week, taking his family, uh, still be able to put in time with his kids, work with them on their basketball game, uh, every single thing. So it's, uh, it's just like that total work ethic. And, you know, I, I look at that and I feed off of that as well too, you know. So when I say that, you know, if uh, like I told earlier, like, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I have so many friends and family that uh, that support, you know, he's definitely one of those family members that, you know, I look up to daily. You know, you know, to see his everyday drive, everyday grind, 
and to continue, you know, say we're human. We have bad days. We have good days, but to continue to smile through the bad days and continue to complete the task is a, what I can say. I probably actually, you know, one of the main things I learned from him, you know, especially when you have those rough days where you may not want to get up and do this and do this, but at the same time, you know, that everything is bigger than you. Um, and that's where, you know, the main drop thing of going, going into this. And like Kayla said, you come from a, a athletic community. Everybody's competitive. Uh, nobody never wants to give up their spot or, or, or anything. You know, it can be, oh, no, no one's never their spot. <laughs> Domino's, you know, so, like, Domino's, whatever. <laughs> so, nobody wants to give up their throne in anything. <laughs> so it's, it, but at the end of the day, it, it's all love and fun. But it it just teaches yeah. you how to be a a great competitor. You know, it just teaches you not to uh, give up in anything. So definitely having fun. Yep, definitely having fun and just getting back to your why. I mean, once again, and if your why is bigger than you yourself. <laughs> you're going to make it through it. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Um, this next question yes, is yes, from yes. Becky. On. What? What? On this. what? There's, there's one more thing I'd oh. like to add to that. And because this is the thing I think a lot of us, the reason why the community is so successful is because the support has always been there. I mean, we we, we want to win. Everybody wants to win. But we don't want anyone else to quit. The whole thing is, like, we all improve because we're all improving. And I think that's what uh, made that group so fun and so much, uh, like, uh, just every sport was fun simply because it was, I mean, there's a lot of trash talk, there's a lot of pushing, there's a lot of shoving, but it's basically I want to win. And that's the nature of the beast, but it's not done to hurt, to injure I mean, and the people that did do those things were weeded out way early in the game. And so, you know, they were either uh, challenged to step their game up mentally and do better or you don't get to play at all or basically constantly improve so we can all improve. You you know, you might get that fluke basket, but I want to make sure it doesn't happen again. I mean, these things were ingrained in us from our parents and from the community as a whole. But also the, the driving thing that kept all of us going is that we all wanted to keep playing. So you couldn't have any quitters. We always wanted to be out there. And that's a big, big thing when you think about interactive society, community. These things are necessary for the, whole, for the community as a whole to grow and not just one or two individuals. I'm done. So by call. <laughs> All right, Becky, here you go, girl. We're finally getting to your question, and here it is. Hey. This will be both for Denario and Kaylin. For a first-time prep, what are some people and sources to check out on YouTube and Instagram that are good and reliable? Well, everybody knows me. As, uh, I always say check out Corey Gregory because he's a – for like he he's a guy who's definitely uh that I have studied and followed for the past four years, and with his method and his diet uh plans has helped me out so 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 much. Uh, definitely definitely uh turned a lot of things around for me. Definitely taught me how to recover better at night. Uh, definitely how to you know what like just the trial and error with foods, you know, because I've learned like some, some people's body reacts 
different to food. Uh, like for myself, mm. uh, you know, uh, I was doing avocados for a while, uh, but for some reason, I just wasn't looking as tight as I want. So when I went to almonds pretty much full time, that's when I started looking a lot better, even with when it came to meat, mm-hmm. uh, especially when I started uh, cutting. Uh, like my three top meats I like to do is turkey, beef, and bison, uh, especially with beef because mm, extra bison. fat. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with the extra fat and beef, you know, especially being so mm-hmm. hard throughout the week. Um, mm-hmm. Green beans, you know, green beans is, is another one for me. So, uh, meat. That, that, that's, that's, that's the main uh, guy that I'm. Um, <laughs> that's the main guy I love to follow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the number one guy I love to follow. So, if you're looking to for anything, uh, like Corey Gregory is always my number one choice. Um, yeah, but say, everybody's different. Though. Everybody's different. You know, that's just uh, my guy that I go to all the time. All right, Kalen, do you have any? Of course, I have any. <laughs> I have many, any. Of course, uh, we gotta go across under from down under. Of course, that would be uh, Mark Fowl. Uh, he knows this stuff in and out, and uh, if you can get through the metric system, he'll he'll leave it sound better. <laughs> um, Lane Norton is a good one <laughs> Dr. Joe I mean we've got so many um, But when you talk about uh, the What Benario said earlier Really keyed in for me And that's you know you have people Out there that are doing powerlifting Training and Bodybuilding training they are not The same so you can't Take a powerlifter's advice And equate it to A bodybuilding regimen it's just not going to happen. There's a lot of injuries I've seen, a lot of injuries I've seen that come from that mentality. It's too stressful on the body, and I, I just it's scary to see people trying to get personal records as they're dieting. It's it, it just it scares me. Yes, you feel stronger because there's less crap in your system, but the fact that you keep pushing that joint on a lean, a leaner diet, uh, much less body fat and basically grinding bone on bone because the cartilage is almost non-existent. It's scary to me. So be be careful with the information. There's a lot of good information, but it might not be good for you at the time that you're using it. Um, you don't need to basically demonize them or call them out or basically put them on blast. Just see how it works for your body, like Dee was saying. <clears throat> if it's not working for you, then stop. It's that simple. There's multitudes of information out there. Um, a lot of it simply is just false. Uh, there's gimmicks. you got to weed your way through it. But don't start doing the application until you see, you know, if this something that's actually beneficial to me. Do your research. Don't just watch the video. Do some background checks on it. Research it. Make sure that it's applicable to you, your body, your diet, your time, all of these things. Because we're talking about your health, wellness, and fitness. You only get one body. Don't destroy it, basically just throwing it to the wind and hoping this person is right or correct. Know for sure that they're going to take as good a care of your body as they they do their own. Or if they're an enhanced individual, you have to really consider the source and what they're doing and how they're recovering. Correct, correct, yeah, most definitely. Yep, yep, what he said, what he said. And I think uh, Tabitha's question here, it it's going to tie in to 
um, Becky's question because at the heart of her question, she really just wants to know how do you find a good coach. So Becky's asking, you know, what are some reputable resources that I can tap into in addition to your faves you might have on Instagram and Facebook, you know, then how do you go to that next jump and how do I find the right coach that is going to be good for me? Basically, Tabitha is saying, as a woman, I'm confronted by a lot of guy coaches, in air quotes, who basically want to see me either naked or half naked. What are some of the actual reputable real coaches instead of these jerks and idiots that plague me on Messenger? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she's looking for a recommendation for a good coach, guys. Okay. Yeah, I I, I can jump in on that one first. Um, Okay. There, when when I I really sympathize for the women in in the new uh, day of tech in this new era because, you know, there's so many that are basically perverts, uh, like my my uncle says, preverts. Um, sick-minded individuals and basically just people that want to take your money. Um, they have no interest about your health or well-being. They have no interest in you as a human being. They just see cash in their pocket and a quick source of income from it. With that being said, there's a lot of coaches that don't search out for people on Messenger. They'll you'll you'll be doing the searching and these names would be recommended or giving to you because they have a history, they have a credibility, and they have a standard of, of practice, practical, uh, practical service. In, in that meaning, you're going to be treated as a woman, as a human being, as a person, and they do have an overall care and concern for your health and well-being. Uh, Mark's house is a nugget, uh, a nugget that we always tap into simply because you matter. He doesn't have to meet you in person to basically give you value and worth. Um, Dr. Joe is another example where you are a human being first and foremost, and, you know, he has to answer to God for how he treats you and your body. Um, uh, BKP, uh, Dr. Corey, is another good example of basically caring about your mentality as you go through the process. That's why uh, her and Dr. Joe make such a good one-two punch when it comes to uh, dealing with people. Philippe Anderson has made some uh, incredible physiques on stage, and uh, he basically has you in mind as well. These people treat you as individuals, but also human beings, and you take priority because you're basically trusting them with your with your health and fitness, and that that's something that you should always want to hear. Not you know, send me a picture of you. Uh, let me see what you look like in this or. You know, there's certain there's a certain verbiage, there's a certain mentality, and there's a certain drive towards something from a air quote coach that differentiates vastly from someone who is an actual nutritionist or coach. If you matter, you'll matter from the whole conversation at the beginning. Uh, I think pictures basically come into play basically after maybe two or three weeks or maybe a month when they start, you know, because you already have, they can already go on your page, any social media, and see what you look like now as compared to what you should be looking like later on down the road if they are true uh, into into their profession and know what they're talking about. Uh, Denario? 
Uh, I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, from the from from the top to the to the bottom. Uh, I think like you see, he has so many, like you say, has so many jerks out there that really just don't care about the women. They just want to just see them in a bikini. You know, and I believe that you have to be, uh, like I said, cause I'm still new to this. Uh, I just, I think you have to find, find that exact right coach for you. And like I said, I agree with everything Kayla has said. You know, because of I, just, I feel, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on women. You know, in this, in this, especially yeah. when it comes to finding yeah. that right coach. You know, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. You know, to women because uh. I know a lot of women wants to feel comfortable. You got so many women out there that love to do this, but at the same time, you know, finding that right coach that's not sitting there just taking advantage of them and just taking their money, uh, you know, just for this sport. You know, like you say, you got a lot of women that just love to compete, love to compete, and you got so many knuckleheads out here just want their money, (laughs) want their money. Yeah, want to see him. Yeah, want to see him in. Uh, uh, want to see him in a bikini. Uh, not really caring about who they are as a person, but you know, just worried about what they are physically. You know, if you could find a coach who's who's more worried about you as being a human being first, and tap into your mindset and your spirit first, and make sure that you bring the best you instead of just always worry about your physical, then I think that's when you uh, really got someone of. Uh, there for you. Yeah, and I would, you know, ask around. If you are a newbie and you don't know anybody else who is competing, um, you know, if you have a show that you're interested in competing in, maybe talk to the promoter, get a couple of recommendations, ask them if they have some athletes that really um, appreciate their coaches and are getting good results from them, and, you know, ask questions. Do get some referrals. And that might be helpful um, to you as well. And so Kaylin referenced a lot of good coaches that do online coaching, um, but maybe you might need someone who's local to you. And that'll take someone, you know, with the knowledge of the talent in your area who can help you. So if you can find someone, even if it's a personal trainer at a gym, maybe they're not the ones for you, but they know somebody who um, actively works with competitive bodybuilders, you know, just try to get a referral and ask your questions, do your homework, and, and uh, you know, your odds of being hooked up with a coach that is worth their weight in gold are going to be much better there. And just for a few, if you're kind of confused, Kaylin's been talking about Dr. Joe and Dr. Corey. He's talking about Dr. Joe Klimzetsky and Dr. Corey Probst, and they are the um, – godhead if you will of the diet doc so a lot of informational they're a wealth of information both of those two all together so and they have in their organization a lot of um they're not really franchisees i guess you call them licensees diet doc licensees with great nutritionists that also offer strength training coaching through that organization as well and they offer a lot of that online debbie portell is another one out of St. Louis, Missouri. Tabitha, I'm not sure where you're from, but she does a fantastic job coaching. In fact, she is uh, Misty Weatherford's coach. So if you hear us talking about her, the Bikini Phenom, then um, then uh, you know who's uh, helping her with her prep there. Um, let's see. 
one more thing. Kalen Patterson, what is that one more thing? Yes, uh, about the coaches and referrals. Um, one good way you can always spot a, a fake is they'll always have great pictures of themselves, but no pictures of the competitors they've trained. Um, there's going to be a lot of uh, I statements, me, what I do, and how I go, and all the things that I've done. But when it relates to you, I, there's not really anything relatable other than trust me with what I'm saying. Don't question what I'm talking about, and don't ask too many questions because I have this all figured out. So it, it's a very um, dictatorial uh, speech, uh, lots of self-engaged uh, pictures, uh, basically maybe five, six years back, or maybe just stepped off stage. But everything is more of an I statement instead of how it can relate to you and your goals. It's it's very seldom anything of interest with you considered. It'll be more uh, bragging and uh, kind of a narcissistic statement. Uh, that's what I have to add there. All right, very good. I think we wrapped that up very nicely. So, Denario, when we get the chance, we'd like to give our guests the opportunity to give shout-outs to anyone and everyone who has been with them on their journey. So we would – no, no, we're not shouting out to Super Doodle just yet. You'll get your chance to do that, Caitlin. This is Denario's shout-out. So, Denario, please do give your shout-outs. Oh, man, where do I start at? You know, uh, there's no bigger shout-out than giving than giving uh, all glory and praise to God. That's the, the number one shout-out that, you know, that's – ah, man, I, like I said, I can't even talk about, you know, how how, how much has, has uh, God has blessed me, you know, through so many different trials, you know, so many different trials, uh, so many up and downs, you know, and he kept me. You know, he, he kept me. So, like, all my praise and glory goes to him. Um, my mother, you know, like I said, my mother, my brother, my sister, um, you know, my, my guys, uh, uh, Chauncey, Brad, Matt, Angelo, uh, my boy Hurt, my homeboy Kenny Bordo, uh, man, my, my guy Ethan, who's been grinding with me for the last couple of weeks in the gym, uh, my homeboy Ryan, who's been really supportive of me. Like I said, you know, my cousins, Kristen, of course, uh, my guy, Chris, Calamese, my my family at the hospital, of course, Kaylin, Newman. Oh, man, there's just so, so many. My homeboy, Rick, if I said somebody's name twice, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I said, so there's so many people that, uh, that were so supportive of me, you know, all my cousins, okay, all my cousins, all my uncles. Uh, my aunt. You know, there's just so many people, man. So many people. I'm just so blessed, man. So many, so so blessed. You know that God has put so many different people in my life to help me with this journey. Uh, you know, I mean, shout out to Kanky Keith. Shout out to Kanky. You know, yeah, yeah. Kanky raised me. You know, shout out, shout out to Hobby Heights. You know, my old neighbors. Shout out to Javi Heights, you know, Kenny Key. I mean, I, I love uh, I love my town, man. I love my town. Um, yeah. Man, it's, 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 it's so many people. And, you know, 
my, my grandparents who, who raised me, you know, when my parents were in the military, my father who passed away three years ago, man, it's a, I'm just, like I said, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just over, so over blessed, man. I mean, I'm just blessed. And I know God is, God is now getting started with me, you know, so, ah, man, it's, it's just, like I said, there's so many people out there. And if I forget your name or anything, I, I do apologize, but I just want to thank everybody and, I have so much love for everybody out there, you know, who supported me, who gave, even gave me the simple well wishes of, you know, you got this, you can make it, you bless. Uh, my church family, my church family, Fairhaven, man, my church family. I know I've been in church in a while, but <laughs> you, know, you, you know, my pastor Carl Randall. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, my church family, Fairhaven, Pastor Carl Randall, man, I love all you guys, man. It's, uh, ah, man, like I said, it's just so many. It's so many, man. There's so much love and so, so, so much love, man. So much love. You know, I, I cannot go, you know, out this without all the love that I have, man, you know, from everybody that has has been supporting me, man. It's it's so overwhelming. Like I said, I'm still I'm still at eye, you know. I still wake up every day, you know, thinking that I didn't win. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, but you did. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did and now I'm on the next journey to going to Vegas to compete with the best natural physique competitors in the world. You know, yes. Think about you that. Know, yeah, it's like, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. It's like these are guys from around the world, you know, from across the U.S. You know, guys who been doing this forever, you know. And I have the privilege and the honor to be on the same stage as them, you know, trying to trying to beat these guys to still just have the privilege to be on the same stage with these dudes. Like, I mean, I have so much respect. I know. Uh, I know physique uh, has been the, the largest category over what we say Kevin probably the past three or four years now. Yes. The large yeah, so uh to go against like, you know, seventeen, twenty guys and on that, you know, I'm one of those seventeen, twenty guys up there on stage, it's it's, it's a blessing. It's, it's definitely a blessing. Well, we definitely wish you all the best in your pursuits of that goal, and just for anyone who's wondering, the Natural Olympia is November 8th to the 11th. It's at the uh, Rio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. So if you want to check it out, you know, typically flights to Vegas can be pretty cheap. It might be a heck of a good opportunity for you to experience an international bodybuilding show. I know, a heck of a good. Trust me, I went there last year. You know, as competing, I forgot all about competing. I just wanted to talk to everybody. That's, <laughs> that's how. That's how. I mean, that's how. How I was like, okay, I'm ready to go off the stage. Oh, okay, what's your name? Um, where you from? And you know, it was. It's it's a great time. If anybody wants to come out there, trust me, it's it's a beautiful time. It's, it's great people. IMBA. They put on a great, great, great show. I mean, it's definitely worth checking out, definitely. All right, and there you have it. So, Denario, thank you very much 
for taking the time to be on our show this evening and sharing your story with us. And we wish you all the best um, at the Olympia, but everything that you're doing in the future, man. So you've definitely got a bright career ahead of you. So we look forward to seeing more from you. Oh, thank you. I thank you guys. I thank you guys for uh, for having me on in first interview. So <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah. Well, and you nailed it. And you nailed it. Even though Kalen tried to take over your uh, shout out section with uh, with his first little snickerdoodle, doodle. his snickerdoodle <laughs> yeah. shout out. You have a standing. You have a standing shout-out spot. You don't need to be trying to, you know, take over someone else's shout-out. I'm just going to have to put that out there. Yes, ma'am. With that being said, though, yep, with that being said, though, okay, let's have it. Let's have your shout-out. Well, now I'll give it to Denario because he said he had one more. Yeah, I had one more Okay, go on, Denario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought I like Kayla now. Got got shout-out. So, so one more shout out to my uh, my barber man, my barber who be keeping me fresh. And all oh man, uh, got some encouraging <laughs> words for him. my 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 barber Norman man. He always he, he always give me encouraging words and always keeping me fresh oh, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, shout yeah, out to Barber yeah, Norman. Barber Norman. There you have yeah, it. Yeah, tell him There you have it. I I don't I think, think that's the first. I don't think you can top that I shout out, Kaylin. I know I don't. I don't even think you can have a snickerdoodle shout out now. I think no, I think, I think we are done. It is the first. A, we've never I had a shout, shout out to the barber, barber, so that's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. All right, dude. Okay, so on behalf of Barbara Norman, Denario, Kaylin, myself, and the boys from P for B Muscle, your body's a temple, so let's build it. With snickerdoodle. 